This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. It's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Van Dies joining us here, Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, I guess, here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Happy, uh, what is today? Happy Thursday. The Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle. It is your choice. Where you have it repaired, choose Capital Collision Center. Coming up today on the big show, we're going to talk Grizzly basketball, men and women, with 406mtsports.com, Missoulian.com sports reporter Lance Hartzler. Also, comedian Zach Allen will join us. He's from uh, Laurel, played some hoops at Laurel, and uh, went to Missoula for college. Now he's in Phoenix, killing it on the local comedy tour down there. So we'll talk to him coming up and uh, maybe get some some comedy, some laughs. You can watch the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, TreasureStateRadio.com, and go to JasonWalkerShow.com for anything, anytime, anywhere. I think we're going to try to get an app, too. Should we do that? Okay. This opening segment is brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes, the premier log home company in the industry. Now, you can bring your own plans or look through their 15-plus offerings. Under Milled Log Homes, they'll create the perfect log or timber frame home of your dreams. 50-plus years experience, the finest craftsmen available in the state will build you a home crafted to last for generations. These are true log homes, not D-log, not log-sided stick frame homes. In addition to the uh, three divisions of milled, handcrafted, and timber frame, they also do log accents, entryways, project management, stairs, railings, and more. Get a hold of them at yourcustomlog.com to get started today. All right. Uh, you can weigh in on this show anytime. This is a listener uh, or watcher, voyeur. You can weigh in at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter. You can also get a hold of us. 406-209-1267, anytime you want to, uh, while the show's on. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. Let's get started. District basketball continuing across the state. Great games and uh, saw some great finals coming in as well. And we'll, we'll look at some of them, but District 5B getting started down in uh, Belgrade today, boys and girls. Towns and boys, Jefferson girls looking for uh, for big victories in districts. Uh, let's see here. So, today so far we have seen Geraldine Highwood lose to Great Falls Central 62-42. That's the 8C at Great Falls. Uh, Lame Deer leads Baker 71-42 in the 4th. Fort Benton beat Turner 56-48. So I think Turner's out. Uh, these are the boys' scores. Weebo over Ekalaka, 49-31. Hamilton beat Corvallis, 67-44. Uh, 
and uh, let's see, Victor over Valley Christian, 62-57, and other games tonight on the boys' side. On the girls' side, those were yesterday, right? Yeah, okay. Forsyth leading Baker, 54-48, and that one's a final. Uh, that was yesterday. Okay, three point Rample J fifty to twenty three. Stevensville over Frenchtown by eleven. Butte Central Brook, uh, Bada uh, Badavinic put up twenty nine. I think fifty seven thirty win over Corvallis. East Helena playing Hamilton in girls basketball later down in Dillon in the uh, Southwest A. Rocky Boy loses to Shelby in girls' ball by 11. Tight one, Shoto Conrad girls in the third. It's 45-42 Shoto. And looking for others, St. Ignatius beat Plains 60-24. to Darby over Valley Christian by 21. Uh, let's see here. Knoxon losing to Hot Springs 56-32. St. Regis leading Two Eagle River 22-13. Manhattan Christian pasted Sheridan. Christian girls are so good. They're just a one loss. 71-19 the final today. Uh, wow, this is an up, or surprise. Twin Bridges leading West Yellowstone at the half, 30-13. to Sunburst beat Dutton Brady, 36-25. And uh, that Townsend-Manhattan game coming up tonight on the girls' side, along with Whitehall Three Forks. The Townsend Manhattan winner gets Jefferson girls. Have fun. Big Timber plays Jefferson uh, right now. That game in action. No score yet from uh, from Belgrade. And then Whitehall Manhattan boys later tonight. So districts continuing all across the state. And uh, some great games last night and yesterday. Uh, Sunburst Claire Buckland put up 35 last night. Big Sandy's Braden Klein with 30. And... Uh, Kate Erickson of Broadview Levine at 26, just running down a little, a uh, couple of the, the big scorers. And, and let's not forget, we have we got big games in the frontier tonight. High school hoops is great, but the frontier conference, well, one and two seeds and three seed on the women, will be decided tonight. You've got great games across the state. Uh. Starting with Carroll at Providence, 7 at 19 in the rankings. And we're talking the winner could be the one seed if Rocky loses to Western tonight, which could happen because the Western girls beat Rocky already this year. They've also lost to Rocky big. And I think that game's in Dillon. Double check, but... Huge, huge stuff. And then on the men's side, so you have Providence hosting Carroll, uh, Rocky taking on Western, and then Northern is at Tech, men and women. The Carroll men win, they're the one seed. If they tie with Tech, if Tech wins, and they should, then Carroll's the one seed by virtue of winning two out of three against Tech earlier this year. It's just nuts in the frontier. And it's absolutely awesome that it's coming down to literally the final game on who's going to be the one, the two, or the three. So, excellent, excellent stuff. 
watching uh, what are we watching? Uh, watching some golf on ESPN Plus over here. Patrick Reed, Brooks Kepka, Patrick Cantley, the featured group. So been watching that, um, which is good stuff. You've got Crosstown tomorrow, boys here in Helena, and then girls on Saturday. That'll be fun. Capital Girls coming off. Well, they're riding high. I think they've won six of seven. And a big win over the Hellgate Girls on Tuesday. So excellent stuff there. Uh, let's see. I think that's about it that we wanted to hit on. You've got Big Sky tonight. We'll talk to Lance Hartzler about that coming up a little bit later on. Let's take a quick break. When we return, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Zach Allen. I see him from Phoenix. He will join us. Well, the Phoenix area. He will join us, maybe have some comedy. He's a funny dude. We haven't talked to him in a while. We miss him. So we'll get him on next. Uh, Lance Hartzler is going to talk Grizzly hoops and more coming up also on this day in history. Uh, The walk-off and uh, we'll wrap up the week too. So no show tomorrow. I've got simulator golf. I've got golf league tomorrow. I've got to be in it. So I've got to get into the money. Opening segment of the Jason Walker Show is always brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes, family-owned and operated, veteran-owned, along with a woman-owned, three divisions, milled, handcrafted, and timber frame. Check them out at yourcustomlog.com. Coming right back, Zach Allen, the comedian from Montana, will join us. Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rucker's Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rucker's, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rucker's Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Jason Walker Show. Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. 
Brooks Kepco one under. I think they're in Riviera down in California. What a great course. I love watching golf. I love playing golf. Speaking of golf, Montana State's Cameron Basie named the Big Sky Co-Women's Golf of the Week. Her mom's the golf coach. She's pretty good. Brother's pretty good uh, basketball player, too. So, Jackson. All right. Let's get to the man. Oh, we'll talk to Lance Hartzler coming up. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture. 1010 Dearborn Helena. There he is. He is. uh, It's been a while since we've talked, like a year. But uh, Zach Allen, comedian extraordinaire, joining us from uh, the Phoenix, Arizona area. How are you, my friend? It's been good, been good. It's been too long, been too long. I know, you've been busy, so it's hard to chat when you're always, you know, performing, right? Yeah, no, it's it's been good, but no, thank you, thank you again for having me. It's, it's been it's been good, it's been a good run. Whose dog is that barking? Uh, it's my sister, she's, she's staying with me. Oh, okay, so you're on your own now, you're not with moms? No, no, yeah, I got, uh, <laughs> I got my own place now. Uh, I actually... So this is the disappointing thing with the MLB lockout. I, I'm a huge Cubs fan. Mm. Uh, I got their hat around here somewhere. Well, um, the hat display. That's cool. I, I love hats. Uh, so um, I, uh, I I bought a place nearby, like the Cubs spring training facility, like ah. walking distance. And then as soon as the MLB lockout hit, it's like, so I, I moved here for nothing. Like, that's it's terrible. <laughs> So you've been down there, what, three years? Uh, it'll be three years in May, yeah. Okay. Um, and you bought a house, so obviously you're killing it. I, you know, I mean, there's the day job in there as well. It's not, uh, it's not that's, just comedy. It's no. not just the comedy? I got gotcha. comedy, no. That's good. That's good. Zach Allen joining us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline via the Airlink. Um, all right. So speaking of baseball, when does this thing end? When do we get to see baseball that's not college or the minors. I'm hoping as soon as possible, you know. Uh, it's like pitchers, catchers, they were supposed to report two days ago. I know. So, I mean, it, I mean, especially when you come down to it, like we had a pandemic two years ago, so we, we missed out on a lot of baseball. I'm someone, I'm not a baseball fan, but I'm a big Cubs fan. Right. I watch them until they start losing. Which, <laughs> uh, last year, fortunately, had – you know, happened during June, July, so I was like, "All right, I'm good. I can stop. Uh, I can stop watching baseball a little bit." Uh, but yeah, it's. I'm hoping it happens here soon. Well, I feel the pain because I'm a Mets fan, so you know, it's it's usually about June, middle of July when they fade, and then you're like, "Okay, I'll just focus on the golf game now." Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a good. I, I do. I will say this though: I do like being on the golf course, listening to baseball. Ooh. Uh, like turning on the turning on the game, you know, playing around, give me two things really to just zone out. Uh, <laughs> I've gotten really big into that this past summer. How is the golf game? Because you're down there. I mean, you can golf year round. I mean, I play a lot, but I don't play well a lot. Uh, I I was on cloud nine last year. Like I got, I had the year before, I had one round where I shot an eighty nine. Mm. Uh, this past summer, I had two rounds. I got in the eighty nines. So excited! Next week, followed it up with like a one ten. It was it was absolutely terrible. So that's nineties. I'm starting to play a little bit more in the nineties, but that's good. Uh, it's just it, you know I love doing it. That's that's a large reason why I love living down here. Absolutely, comedian Zach Allen joining us. Uh, have you been back to Montana since you left? 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, really nice. Like, I mean, like a lot of the comedy scene up there, um, you know, it's a, it's a tight-knit group. So uh, whenever I fly back to Billings for, like, Christmas, anything, Lucas Seeley's always really good about getting me shows. Um, I got to do a New Year's party a couple of years ago, um, you know, going back to Missoula. Uh, that's always really nice. Sarah as well. Uh, she's, she's put me on a couple shows since I flew back. I flew back for Cat Grizz this year. Oh, uh, nice. And, you know, went to the game, uh, you know, partied it up at the game that night, had to, you know, not had to, but, uh, ended up closing out a, a benefit show up there. Uh, and that was, that was really cool, you know, and then even Bozeman, uh, Garrison Choice, like he's, uh, he puts me on like whenever I flew by, fly, fly back there. I don't fly back there very often because if I'm, I'm going back to Montana. It's Billings or Missoula, baby. Right. Avoiding, avoiding Bozeman at all costs. So I have to ask you this because you are a Grizz fan. Yeah. Did you root for the Bobcats in the playoff run and the national championship game? I got to be honest, no. Okay. No, that's, that makes me happy because you can't root for your rival. I felt like such a bad person like, <laughs> because, like, I, you know, I, I, I listen, like, I, I have a lot of respect for that team. You know, I like a lot of those players individually. Um, you know, I think Troy Anderson is going to have a tremendous NFL career. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and, you know, even, you know, just everything that they accomplished, that's that's huge for the Big Sky Conference. That's huge for uh, the rivalry in general. But end of the day, still really just hate the Cats. <laughs> <laughs> And that's exactly the answer I'm looking for because you just can't root for your rival in any sport. I mean, you're not going to root for Billing Central. I, actually, I will root for Billing Central now. Oh my gosh! Why? I, uh, so Pat Hansen's um, okay. Okay. His daughter. Yep. Uh, she ended up transferring there. She's signed with Butler. She's incredible. She's I mean, fantastic. She's, it's a great family. Football player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they really are. And then uh, my buddy's actually, he's coaching. Uh, he was coaching football and uh, basketball uh, for the Rams. So, you know, it was weird, like, in the playoffs uh, or, like, during the season. Like, I, I found myself, like, I was checking the central box scores more than I was, like, checking the laurel box scores just because, like, I have more connections now. Like, it's sure. crazy as you get older, you follow your connections more than you really do, like, the team. Hey, Laurel had a good football season, though. They did, yeah. yeah. Did they, they, they won state? Um, I I don't even remember. I, I called the six man championship, so mm-hmm. with, with six man football is a little different. It's um it's fun. Uh, comedian Zach Allen joining us here. Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. Um, Super Bowl. Give me your thoughts on the on the Super Bowl halftime show. Let's start there. I was I loved the heck out of it. Uh, you know, growing up, I like huge rat fan. Believe it or not, uh, but a lot of these hats they were worn backwards when they were on my head. Um, but you know, like it, it, it was really cool just to see like a lot of these people who I grew up mm-hmm. and grew up with and like seeing them at the halftime show, because it was always like growing up, it was like always like the people my parents watched, uh, when they were growing up at the halftime show. So it's finally like at the point where, uh, I'm old enough where, you know, my youth is being represented at the halftime show, uh, Seeing Eminem out there, that was that was crazy. You know, I, growing up, I was a huge Eminem fan. Sure. And, uh, so, you know, seeing him actually perform there, that, that's something I never thought I'd see that. And, you know, I, I loved it. Uh, you talked, I think the last time was the start of the pandemic or in the middle of it. Um, 
back in 2020. When did you start making jokes about it, or have you yet? I don't like talking about it just because, like, I mean, uh, especially when I'm the opening act most of the times, uh, you know, I, I don't want to – I don't want to take away from like whatever, you know, anyone else is doing. I don't know if they're going to talk about it. Um, and most, most people do. Um, so it's something, you know, I prefer just to kind of go at my own speed. I didn't have like a lot of interesting things that came out of the pandemic, you know, because we didn't really have much of a pandemic in Arizona. We're kind of like Montana, yeah. you know, the only difference is like, we just wore a mask a little bit longer. Uh, but we were, you know, we weren't like California. Like I, we didn't have a mask mandate until like June, you know, I didn't really, uh, see a lot of them out and about. And, uh, you know, even when we had like, uh, a lot of masks going around outside of like the airport, you could almost always find someone who wasn't wearing one. Right. Uh, Did you get on stage down there? No, no. Uh, we, what, this is kind of interesting though. Uh, I do improv as well. Mm-hmm. So we had about, uh, I'd say about six months where we had to do improv through masks. So we were doing these state, uh, these scenes, you know, we were performing and practicing, uh, but we had masks on the entire time. And it's a little interesting, but like it teaches you at least like you gotta, you gotta really like work the eyes. Mm. Um, you know, you can't just get away with like, um, you know, just moving your mouth. You have to be a little bit more animated. And, uh, you know, I I didn't mind it, you know, just because I missed improv a lot. So being able to come back to that, that was, that was really cool. Um, you're good with your eyes anyway, right, with the ladies? Oh, yeah, yeah, deep blue ones, deep blue <laughs> eyes. My eyes could eat Samuel L. Jackson, deep blue sea. Wow, wow. Jeez. Um, All right, so... Give us, uh, I mean, what have you been doing besides per, your day job? But the, how many performances do you do a week? Uh, pretty consistently, you know. Um, I haven't been doing as many open mics as I used to. Um, you know, there would be a time, like, where I was doing, you know, 10, 14 open mics a week wow. uh, between shows. Uh, now I've cut it back a little bit. But, I mean, I get up on stage, uh, you know, close to uh, at least, like, seven days a week. Uh, or seven times a week, um, you know, it's between stand-up and improv, uh, you know, I do it pretty consistently. There's very rarely um, a weekend where I don't do a show. Uh, so that's, I mean, it keeps me busy, and I, I love it. You know, I wouldn't, I, I've had weekends where I have off, and it's just like I just like sit in my apartment. I don't really, I don't really do a whole. Lot. <laughs> like I, I wish I was out. I was. I, I should have been out tonight. Right? Uh, are you finding yourself instead of the open mics? Are you getting actual gigs now? Um, the last yeah, couple yeah. years. Yeah. So uh, you know, I've I've gotten the opportunity. Like I've opened up uh, for. Uh, I, I got to open up for Bobcat Goldthwait. I, I saw that. Ago. Yes. And like just like the nicest guy, like really like a cool uh, down to earth person, and you know funny as all get out. So I mean, being able to like open up for him, that was that was really cool, you know. Uh, and he's he's directed so much. He was telling me like all uh, like old stories. I I didn't know about the movie. Have you ever seen Windy City Heat? No. It's the funniest movie of all time. He told me about it in the green room. Uh, I watched it that night finished it my sister she was asleep she woke up 
And I was like, hey, Sarah, like, we got to watch this movie. So I watched it back to back with her. And it's just, it's so funny. Windy City Heat? Windy City Heat, yeah. Okay. How old is it? Uh, I want to say early 2000s. Okay. I didn't even know until I saw your pictures on Instagram. I didn't know he was still alive. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> He, he's, he's joked about that before. Like he's had, you know, people saying like it's a miracle. But, yeah, because uh, I think the last time I saw him was on CSI, like way back in the day, um, in some comedian episode of CSI. Mm-hmm. He was uh, he was the murderer. He killed the per- he, he killed <laughs> like the the lead guy, um, lead comedian Zach Allen joining us here, Jason Walker show. Uh, so what kind of humor? Are you talking nowadays? You know, I, I'm still fairly self-deprecating, you know. I mean, I don't like making fun of a lot of other people just because, like, that's, I'm not as good at it. Uh, you know, I, I'm a lot more, like, self-deprecating. I'm a small-town guy right. through and through. Uh, so, I mean, like, it's not really, like, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to have, like, epic roasts coming anyone's way. Uh, but... Uh, I I do talk about Montana, which is kind of fun. Like, I mean, every show I open up, I'm like, where are my Montanans at? And, you know, sometimes I'll get nothing. But, I mean, lately, like, I've had, you know, I met a couple people from Billings, uh, Missoula, Great Falls. uh, Had someone the other day from Stevensville. Wow. You know, even what's funny about that is, like, if no one says anything from Montana, like, I have people from, like, North Dakota who are like, we're from North Dakota, or, like, people from Wyoming. I had someone from Gillette the other day. I was like, oh, you know Trey Larson? And it was just like, you know. (laughs) So if somebody's from North Dakota, then you can pull out all the North Dakota stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I know a lot about more, or mainly Western North Dakota. I spent a lot of time in Medora. Okay. You know. is that, how far from Watford City is that? Uh, Watford City, that's central, right? No, that's like right on the border almost. Oh, that's north, north, right? I don't know. It's like you go to Sydney and then there's Watford City. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, um, it's where the family's from, so, or dad. Okay. Yeah, I think it's like an hour. Okay. You've never been to Medora? I don't think so. Oh, you got to go. It's a, they have a Teddy Roosevelt musical. <laughs> Wait, a musical? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a Teddy Roosevelt musical. Oh, that's funny. Um, that is hilarious. All right, so since you don't make fun of other people, so like presidential right. stuff or – I mean, do you do you make fun of Biden? Uh, not really. I mean, I don't like getting into politics. I'm, okay. I'm too, I'm too dumb for that. <laughs> the only time I do it on the show is if I stumble or mumble over a sentence and I'm like, hey, uh, Joe Biden showed up. Um, yeah. Because, I, you know, if I can't formulate my thoughts. Uh, Zach Allen joining us here, Jason Walker Show. Um, what, what's the reaction been like? I mean, what did Bobcat say? Because I'm sure he watched your act. So what did he say? Uh, I mean, he was just very complimentary. Like, I mean, like, just like, you know, giving me advice. Get, you know, we were talking a lot of comedy and, like, how to form uh, an hour because, you know, I have I have a lot of material, but I don't have a lot of, like, really solid material with me. Um, you know, things that have been polished and uh, really, like, really gone over in a club environment. So, um, you know, we just talked about, like, how to build that hour um, and, you know, build up comedy and you know it just one of the biggest things that he says like it just kind of comes from like time and you know getting up there uh so that was that was really cool to hear 
you know, just coming from him. If you get a hold of like Nikki Glazer, I would love I would love her autograph. I would actually I would really like to meet her. So if she's coming to any of the clubs, you got to let me know so I can far enough in advance I can come down. She's my oh, favorite yeah. comedian right now. Yeah. Aside yeah, from I mean, you. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, I mean, that's the nice thing with Phoenix is like we have uh, we have five or six clubs in the entire city, uh, which is you know kind of rare uh, for like a city of Phoenix's size. Like it's fifth largest in the U.S. for the city, but it's only like 14th or 13th for Metro. Um, so I mean, like we have a lot of clubs, and then we have a lot of improv clubs uh, in like smaller rooms. Like mm-hmm. I do, uh, I got the hat right here. Uh, for Improv Mania. Bow, bow. Nice. Uh, but uh, they, uh, yeah, they're, they're always really good. Uh, Dave Speck, he's always really good about, like, putting me on stage after uh, I do improv. And then uh, I don't have the hat for it. Like, we got JPs, which is, you know, we have some smaller rooms, which are nice because, like, they give you the opportunity to, like, work on uh, work on longer sets you know, and really, like, develop that material before you go in, you know, to an environment like Tempe Improv. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a good area to be for comedy right now. Sure. Well, yeah, it's a good area to be in general. It's warm. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's a little chilly today. It's in the 70s. Oh, I saw you with the long sleeve shirt on. I mean, come on. It's, you know. <laughs> yeah, I got shorts on, though. I got shorts <laughs> Of course on. you do. Zach Allen joining us here, Jason Walker Show. What is the biggest difference from going, say, a 30-minute th- set to an hour set? Um, so I don't know, actually. Longest set I've ever done is about 25 minutes, and I've only done oh. about five or six of those in my lifetime. So, um, you know, what I would say even going from 10 to, like, 25 minutes is uh, it's not it, – for me, it's not as polished. You know, obviously for someone else who's doing those sets a little bit more consistently, like the features, if you come down here and you see a feature at a club – they're likely going to be a little bit more, you know, polished in their 25 minutes. Um, so, you know, I work in a little bit more crowd work just to fill time. Um, you know, so that that is something I like doing those longer sets is it gives me an opportunity to do a lot more crowd work, whereas, like, when I'm doing a 10-minute set, I don't want to do a lot of crowd work. Like, I'd rather just work on my material just because mm-hmm. it's a shorter amount of time. You know, I don't want to... I, I don't want to really dive into that. I will if need be, but, um, you know, it's a, it's a, you have a lot more freedom. That's kind of what I'd say with it. And it's, I mean, like I saw Larry the Cable Guy, and he was um, – uh, such a Montana thing to say. Right? Well, he came to Helena, so it was – I actually got him on the show. It's like, besides you, he's like the most famous comedian I've had, and Bill Ingvall too. But, um, but with Bill Ingvall, we talked about prostate cancer, so – you know, fingers in the butt, basically, is what we talked about. Uh, but Larry performed for... We can talk for... about that if you'd like. I don't know, not the <laughs> prostate exams, but we can talk about it. <laughs> well, no, I don't know. Um, it's kind of a family show at, at times. Uh, but he was saying, like, his show, I mean, he did over an hour, almost an hour and a half. Yeah. And I know he's got years and years of experience, but I can't imagine, like, you go from 10 minutes to 25 but yet go to an hour and a half then. I mean, how mm-hmm. that would be nuts. So a lot of it, though, like, I mean, uh, so like I said, like, I have, like, the main set I work. Um, like, if I'm getting paid to do a show, like, I mean, like, I, I, I'll i do, like, my polish set. If people are paying to be there, you know, I'll do a polish set. Um, but, you know, when I'm doing, 
either like, you know, bar gigs or like some a little bit smaller open mics, you know, you're constantly working on that newer material. So it's, um, you'll see like a lot of times, like, uh, one of the big things is like when they drop the check. So if you ever go to a comedy club, a lot of times they'll drop the check in the middle of the show. Um, you know, they'll get either like a light or like some notification that checks are coming out because people aren't going to be paying attention. So they'll like kind of work through, uh, different bits. That's a lot of times like when I, when I do a weekend, I'll see, um, when they drop the check, I'll see like a different bit being incorporated like each time. So there, you know, and especially when you're doing an hour, you have a lot of time to workshop like newer material and like really work through it. Um, so when you do do those, you know, hour and a half sets, like it's, it's at least there, you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, do you write your stuff down? Like what joke is next? Uh, sometimes like, I mean, if, you know, I'll play around like with the, with the order every once in a while, but you know, uh, again, like I try to open and close with the same thing most of the time. Sure. Uh, and just really figure out what flows. Um, but then once I do figure out like what flows best, I kind of stick to it. Uh, like right now I've kind of been in the same flow for a while. Uh, may, you know, I may switch it up a little bit down the line, but you know, right now I kind of know what works. Um, but you know, that, that can always change. I do like, you know, I start off with the Montana stuff. Uh, off the bat because that's that's a good way to like incorporate crowd work off the bat get people a little bit involved um, I'm not a high energy guy so uh, <laughs> that's the most high energy I think I've ever seen out of you I, I know I'm, I'm exhausted <laughs> but when you like work in it um, how much when you say crowd work like how much what do you feed what do you give me some ideas here what are we doing uh, so like I'll, I'll typically, I try to focus on like where people are from. So like I said, like I'll ask like where my Montanans are at. Right. Um, and you know, normally that gets people going, uh, you know, at least like talking a little bit, like, or at least like, you know, listening and, you know, trying to be involved. Um, and then, you know, I'll ask, you know, I'll either ask questions or like if, you know, if there's something I see or. Uh, with the improv show, it's kind of nice uh, because I'll perform after doing improv. Uh, you know, a lot of times I'll, um, I'll you know, try and, like, make a callback to something that we saw during the show or, you know, pick up on, uh, you know, certain characters that I played throughout the night. So it's, uh, it's pretty uh, – it, it's not my forte by any means, but, you know, it's something I've, I've felt, like, a lot more comfortable doing, you know, even from, like – you know, one year ago. It's just, it's amazing the success you're having. And, and we kind of knew, I feel like we're responsible because we had you, you on are. a couple of times at the radio station and that just popped you. You moved to Phoenix all of a sudden because we we're huge in Phoenix. We're actually really huge in Ireland. So if you ever get booked in Ireland, there you go. Um, you're doubling my success. <laughs> wow. Can I use that? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, I came up with some good ones. I can't repeat, but I was at a ski joring event in Utah a couple weeks ago, and um, I think I'm funny. The wife never laughs at me, though. <laughs> never. And, like, people will laugh with me, but she won't – She like, I'll tell some at the club, and she'll – you know, she's just like, you're the stupidest dude in the world. <laughs> Why? Why is that? 
I I wouldn't know. I uh, I'm I'm very single, so I mean. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, but aren't most comedians? You're supposed to be, right? Uh yeah, yeah. Actually, I mean, a lot of it, it's surprising. Like a lot of them, like do uh, have relationships, but it, it definitely, you know, it's always. I'd say it's about fifty fifty any time. When you look like me, it's about ninety percent any every time. <laughs> That you that you are successful because you have no, the, no, no, yeah no, you've got the eyes you've got the hair like you've got it going on. I've got the Adam's apple. That's that's what women. Well, <laughs> I actually saw somebody uh, say something about that. Like Adam got the Adam's apple got stuck because Eve was yelling at him or something, so he didn't want to like yell back, and that's why guys have the Adam's apple now, so we don't get in trouble from the women. Something like that. So I'm just never getting in trouble. That's what it counts. See, down. there you I go. I'm a very large out of that. <laughs> um, all right. How many times have you used that in comparison on stage to another part of your body? Very. That's actually typically what I close to. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. It's it's just like I mean. It it was different when I had the beard because it would come down and it would kind of cover it. That's like an interesting thing, like. I mean, like, something as small, like, I used to open up with, like, looking like Jesus, and, like, when I shaved the beard, that was a huge, like, thing that I was actually nervous about. I'm like, I can't do that joke really anymore. Right. Um, But the irony is, is, like, I've noticed, like, when I point out things, like, with my Adam's apple or, like, just, like, you know, different things, I, it it feels like it's hit a little bit better. So it's just interesting, like, something as minor as that changes, like, how people view you. Sure. You know, same joke, same delivery, but just different face. It's it's really funny um, to watch you perform and self-deprecate, because I'm self-deprecating, too. Like, you know, mm-hmm. people say, um, you, you know, I'm short. I'm not, well, you, you're, you're what, 6'5", 6'6"? 6'4", yeah. Yeah, 6'4". I'm 5'5". Five, five. Um, but people are like, man, you're short. I'm like, I'm big in other places, though. <laughs> I have a big heart. See, so yeah. um, I don't think my Adam's apple is nearly as big as yours. <laughs> I guess taller guys have bigger Adam's apples. I think just the scrawnier guys. The one thing I, I like, I, I do joke about that a lot. Like, I mean, like, I, I'm so, uh, you know, my dad's naturally, like, such a skinny guy. Like, I mean, like, I've always had problems, like, putting on weight. And it's just, like, uh, you know, it, it, I like deprecating myself with that. And I, I will say, like, I didn't really anticipate this, but, like, I mean, like, when I bring up things that, like, are self-deprecating, like, it is actually, like, surprisingly empowering. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, hearing a room full of people, like, laughing at it, it makes me, like, more, like, embracing of it. You know, like, when I was a kid, I used to be very self-conscious of, like, being scrawny, being tall, and, you know, being able to, like, make fun of that is, like, actually, like, it it makes me feel, like, a lot better. Like, you know, I've gone, going through that set, like, I feel way more confident about the things that, you know, typically would not have made me confident years ago. So uh, I think that's why I enjoy, like, the self-deprecation so much, just because, like, I mean, afterwards, hearing a room full of people laugh at, like, you know, just me, uh, that's, you know, it, it makes me a lot happier. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I've been, you know, and, and I'm not nearly as funny as you, but, you know, I've been, people have been making fun of me for my height. And I'm like, dude, I've known since I was in fifth grade, I was going to be short. So your jokes go over my head. Um, <laughs> see, that's good, right? That's good. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I mean, it's you just have to make fun of yourself because it, it life's too short and and it's too hard. So just have fun with life. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, that's kind of the way I look at it. And there was a girl, uh, this old couple. I remember I was doing TV in Grand Junction, Colorado, back in oh four oh five. And this old couple walks up to me on the sidewalk downtown. They're like, oh, you look taller on TV. And not even thinking, I said, well, that's why porn stars look so big. TV adds inches. And <laughs> she, she looked like death warmed over, and he's laughing his ass off. Um, but, yeah, self-deprecation. It's always fun. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Um, i got to run here soon, but uh, – What's next for you? Where are you gonna, when are you going to be in Montana next? Uh, so I'm not sure, actually. Um, you know, I, I'll probably – I'm planning on coming back up for Cat Grizz next year. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. I may try and make a trip up this summer. Uh, I do a golf trip every year with a couple of buddies from uh, – a couple uh, – two guys from Laurel and then uh, two of them, uh, Alec Wagner and then Frankie – I can't pronounce his last name. It's a it's a Greek name, uh, but it, it, he uh, they, they played uh, football up at Northern, and uh, so we get together every summer. We go on a golf trip, and uh, you know we're uh, we're planning that next year. So that's going to probably be our big trip. Is kind of what I'm getting at, but okay. uh, hoping to get back up to Montana here soon. Well, if you get up and you have you know some time. And want to come over to Helena? We can go, or Missoula. We can go to the country club over there too. We have reciprocity. A um, couple of the clubs over there, uh, Ranch Club. I uh, I got to play. Uh, I played Canyon. Oh, you know what? Actually, I may be up in August. Uh, I my buddy uh, he puts on this golf tournament called the uh, the Mita Cup. Uh, and so last summer it was like all our friends from college. Probably I'd say about twenty eight of us. Uh, no, maybe even more than that. About. 30, 40, uh, just friends from college. Uh, we got together. We played a golf scramble. Uh, it was U.S. versus the world. Oh, um, just like all this stuff. Like he puts on, he puts on a hell of a tournament. Uh, and that's a so, Canyon Creek. Uh, Canyon Canyon River. River. Yeah, Canyon River. Yeah. Outside. Yeah, um, that's a great course. It's yeah. a great. It's my. It's the screensaver on my phone. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a fun. That's a fantastic course. It's so nice. It's, uh, Missoula, Montana in general, they have some of the, my favorite courses, you know. Yep. Desert, desert's interesting, but, I mean, like, I, I love mountains. I miss trees so much. Well, you, I don't miss them when I golf. Um, <laughs> just that's, 90% air. That's my game, so. Oh, uh, man. Hey, uh, don't be a stranger. Don't make it a year next time, will you? Yeah, no, definitely. I will say, uh, if anyone's down here, uh, listening, uh, you know, typically every weekend, uh, most weekends at least, I'm performing out at Improv Mania uh, Comedy Club down in uh, Chandler in, in Arizona. Uh, I'll be at uh, Stir Crazy in Glendale the week of the PBR. Uh, PBR comes down here the week of the 11th and 12th. Uh, so I'll be hosting all weekend Stir Crazy. It's just across the street from uh, I, I can't remember where the Coyotes play, but uh, just across the street there. So was it Gila uh, Arena or Gila Center or something like that? Yeah, yeah, okay. Gila River. Um, have you met your buddy Flint yet? Have you? Yeah, and, I haven't met him. You and Flint still him. haven't hooked up? No. So actually, I was hoping uh, I was hoping to reach out, and meet him uh, that weekend because I, I mean, like I'll be so close uh, all weekend. But 
Well, that was you were supposed to go. You were going to go see him in Glendale, right? And then COVID yeah. hit. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that was that was right before uh, the pandemic. So uh, hoping hoping to at least meet him for the first time out there. Well, I'll get a hold of him. Um, he's got one of his daughters down there in Wickenburg, uh, roping and practicing all winter. So they got um, a ton. Like they got a rodeo like every weekend out oh, there. Yeah. Don't yeah. Like ropings and riding. Yeah, they got all sorts of stuff. See what I did? There was a callback from two years ago to just now. It's not funny, but it was a callback. So I understand comedy. What, what was the callback? The the Flint and, and meeting up oh, two years yeah. ago. Yeah, see? it's not. I yeah, told you it wasn't funny because you didn't even get it. Um, and if I have to explain it, it's not funny, right? That's what my wife always says. No, that's just on me. That's just me. <laughs> Hey, um, appreciate it, man. Uh, seriously, stay in touch. And uh, what size shirt are you? Uh, I should be a large, but I wear a lot of extra larges. I still, I'm still bulky in in my head. Okay, <laughs> I'm bulky too. It's just in the stomach. Um, but if I send you a Jason Walker show shirt, you got to wear it on stage sometime. Oh yeah, Hell can you, yeah. Can you do that? do that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll uh, text me your ad or text me your address, and uh, I'll will send you a shirt or two. And do you want t-shirt or polo? Oh, polo would be nice. Okay, because you try to dress up on stage. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I just don't wear as many t-shirts. I like wearing collars. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, I'll send a polo. I don't know if I have an extra. I'll I got I, I'll I'll send something. If you got a large, I'll take a large. Ooh, that's gonna be tough. I do have a large, but it, I wear a, I wear a large and it's short. Like it doesn't it, it doesn't fit me great and it's a large so you might want an XL. Okay. So I'll I'll send what I got and then uh, and I you're just gonna get whatever color I send so. I appreciate. It. I love the mystery <laughs> box. But I want a picture of it like on, with you on stage. Yeah, no, I'll definitely send it. And then I can hang it up in the in the man cave here. I love it. Awesome. Hey, uh, keep working strong. Keep uh, keep doing well, man. It's uh, it's fun to see you succeed after uh, getting to know you a few years ago. And uh, you still at the Notorious ZAC on the Twitter? Uh, I'm Zach from Montana now. Oh, Zach from Montana. Oh, Instagram and Twitter, right? Yep. yep. Okay. You're still notorious, though, to me. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for reaching out. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. Say hi to the family. Not that they know me, but um, and then I'll get that shirt in the mail soon. So send me they're your address. Big, they're big fans of yours, so I uh, <laughs> they, they'll appreciate hearing that. So I, I, as always, really appreciate it, Jason, and uh, yeah, say hi to the family as well. And I will. I really appreciate you. Awesome, man. I'll uh, I'll talk to you down the road. Send me that address. All right, sounds good. All right, that is Zach Allen, comedian and entertainer, joining us here, Jason Walker Show. He's funny, man. We've gone long, but it's okay because he's the best. Quick break. We're coming right back. We'll talk with Lance Hartzler about Grizzly Hoops. Jason Walker Show. Hang on. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rockers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rockers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rockers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Love being number one. When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, 
It feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show on a Thursday, final show of the week. We've got golf tomorrow, so um, man, it's been a fun week. Thanks to Zach Allen for joining us. He's great. If you ever get down to Phoenix, make sure you you go to Zach from Montana and check out his schedule because he is fantastic. Speaking of fantastic, the uh, Grizz men and women are playing really, really well. And I know we're, uh, you're going to leave us on TreasureStateRadio.com, but the rest of you can tune in on JasonWalkerShow.com after that. But if you're uh, still with us, we're going to talk to Lance Hartzler from 406MTSports.com as he joins us to talk about the Grizz here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Hi, man. Uh, man, appreciate you joining us once again. But uh, let's start with Big Sky Hoops, uh, and let's just hop right into it because some craziness last week. We saw the Grizz men lose at home uh, for the first time all season, falling in overtime to Northern Arizona. You were at that game. What was what was your thoughts, and, and how'd that happen? It just looked like NAU came to play, man. <laughs> they, I feel like I've got, my thought process coming out of that game was, Montana 
looks like they're going to struggle at times against big physical teams. NAU, they're a big physical team. They roll out in their starting lineup three guys, six, eight, and taller. They play almost a little dirty at times, kind of punch you in the mouth. Their six, seven center, Carson Tout, was kind of a lug and really just got into guys. He got Mac Anderson into foul trouble. He also came up with an awkward play that led to Mac Anderson getting hurt. He's day to day as of now. Derek Carter Hollinger got into foul trouble. Josh Bannon struggled at times with the physicality. It was just one of those games where a team punches you early and they really get into you. And it's a close loss, a hard fought game. Neither team really had control the entire time. But it just reminded me that, yeah, it looks like Montana matches up better against teams that are long rangey athletes. Because we saw them take it to Southern Utah, long rangey athletic. Portland State, long rangey athletic, no real true, true big. But then teams like Montana State, a bunch of thick guys. NAU, same thing. Idaho State has got some really thick bigs. They can do something to Montana that other teams haven't been able to. Are you surprised by that? Because, I mean, you have Bannon down, you know, who's a big boy. Um, and normally the Grizz are physical as themselves. But are you surprised that they're not this year? I would consider them still physical. They're, I mean, they get called for among some of the highest foul rates in the big sky. And honestly, I think in the NCAA, they're pretty high up there. I think it's more so they just don't have a lot of depth. Josh Bannon is big, but he's also a sophomore. He's still young. Right, like, yeah. He's still a young kid out there, basically. Mac Anderson, he's tall and athletic, but he's not the biggest. Scott Blankney, he's big, but he hasn't, he's been battling injuries. Derek Carter Hollinger is 6'5", 200. Like, he's tiny, comparatively. Right. <laughs> but he's playing the four and the five spot. And that's their big rotation. Kyle Owens plays a bit, but he's not considered a big dude. He's 6'9", 220 at most. So they got guys that battle. Their system is predicated on it. But there are certain players that, like, if Montana gets into that foul trouble, some things are going to struggle. You're going to see the whole – that defense is great. It's phenomenal. Probably one of, if not the best in the league. But you can see the cracks if those fouls – if that foul trouble starts to really compound itself. They uh, did bounce back with the win over Portland State on Saturday. Um and, and, and I think you said in your article, play be uh, maybe one of its best offensive performances of the year. Oh, absolutely. They went absolutely flamethrower on Portland State. I mean, Robbie Beasley went for 24 points, hit six of eight from three-point range. He only took two shots inside the three-point line outside of six free throws, five boards, five assists. I mean, Josh Gannon went for a quiet 22 points on nine of 13 shooting. Lanell Martin hit four of six from deep. As a team, they hit 11 of 16 from three-point range. They shot 52% from the field, 87 from three-throw line. They just didn't miss. <laughs> well, I mean, that's going to win you a lot of games when you when you play like that. Um, this has been an up-and-down team, though, the last couple of weeks, honestly. Why, in your opinion? I think it's a matter of the big sky, while it has its down teams, you got to remember even the down teams can sneak some wins. And Idaho State is going to beat you. They might do it. And NAU, although down, is going to beat you. And when you're a young team like Montana, I forget it myself. They are led by a bunch of sophomores. Right. Their starting lineup is three sophomores, Whitney, Beasley, and Josh Bannon. And those are arguably their three best players on offense. And Whitney, their best player on defense. They're a bunch of sophomores. They're still learning how to not overlook those bottom-tier teams. They're still learning how to close out those games or how to say, okay, we're at the five-minute mark. 
it's 60 to 60 against a team we should beat. We just got to close this game out at home. We're 12 and 0 at home. We can't lose this. They're still learning to do that. They're still young. And I forget it. I think sometimes fans might forget that because they've been playing so many games. Like they've been starting basically since last year, the beginning of last year. Most of these dudes have been day one starters and they're second year guys. They're still young. Yeah, you do forget that, um, which, I mean, you have a great article talking about the Grizz and heading to Idaho this weekend at up at 406mtsports.com. Lance Hartzler joining us here, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. Um, and it kind of breaks down the, the Big Sky men's race, which is, well, let's just say crazy with two weeks to go. I mean, you know, it's yeah. it's really anybody's game in that top four, top five, you know, mix right now. Obviously, the Cats with the inside track, Southern Utah, that's going to be a big game March 1st when those two hook up. But there's big games for both the Cats and the Grizz this week uh, with Idaho and uh, Eastern Washington games. Oh, absolutely. I think I would say the big sky right now is a little convoluted. <laughs> it is the – I did not expect Montana State to be doing what they're doing. They are just rolling, but they've also escaped. They very easily should have lost to Portland State and NAU. I mean, it's three points to PSU, two to NAU, and it came down to what was really a ref decision to call a to not call a charge when Xavier Bishop went to that layup. You could have called a charge there. Mm-hmm. We've seen big guy refs call charges in those situations. So the Cats are rolling. They've gotten some good breaks. But, man, they got Eastern Washington tonight. They got Southern Utah on Saturday and then Montana on Sunday, February 27th, and then Southern Utah again on Tuesday, March 1st. They got a murderer's row coming up. With you, uh, yeah, they do. Uh, The Grizz, it's not so easy either, though. I mean, yeah, they do get to host at at Dahlberg with that Cat-Grizz game uh, next week. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like you said, it's anybody's race, and it's just absolutely crazy to see. What do you, what do the uh, Grizz do tonight? I think they handle Idaho. I don't think they're going to make the same mistake they made going into the Idaho State game. I think with that one, it's kind of a tough situation to repeat, right? They were coming off such an emotional, tough loss to Weber State mm-hmm. to just head up to Pocatello basically the night, the day after. This time, they've had a week off. They haven't played since Saturday. This is their only game this week. I don't expect the Travis Secure coach team to come out the way they did, like they did against Idaho State. I think they're going to look at Idaho, look at the game plan, know that they need to shut down Mikey Dixon like they did in Dahlberg, where they held him to zero points on O for the field. And I think he fouled out. And they understand that you have to stop Trevante Anderson, their other guard, who's become really a really strong secondary scorer, especially when Dixon struggles. So they know what they need to do to beat Idaho, and I think the game plan is not much different than when they played them in Dahlberg. Well, and, you know, they'll look at – Travis DeCure is going to have his team look at go, hey, they just beat Weber um, as well last week. So, I mean, this is a team that can win some games, like an Idaho State, which upset the Grizz. I mean, there's a lot of lot of factors that go into tonight. Uh, talking to Lance Hartzler, 406mtsports.com. Check him out at themazulian.com as well. Switch over to Lady Grizz. Uh, they've lost a couple straight. Uh, they didn't have Sammy Fatkin in the lineup. A, when does she come back? And B, how much has that changed the, the lineup? Well, let's see. When I'm trying to see when does Fatkin come out. From what I understand, she's still day-to-day. Now, yes, Bill Stoltz, our sports editor here at the Missoulian Report, that she is still day-to-day from that ankle strain that she sustained against Idaho State on February 5th. So she's TBD. Hopefully she can get back in the lineup because when they have her, they are a better team. Ten days ago, they posted arguably one of their biggest wins of the year. 
And since then, they're on a two-game snide because of the injury bug, because of the comp, like we've talked about in the recent weeks, the compounding schedule has just gotten to them. They haven't been able to get healthy or have these games with a healthy lineup because they've had all these rescheduled games kind of lumped together, mm. right? Oh, no, absolutely. Um, and it just seems like it's it's kind of taken its toll on a, I don't want to say a young team like the men, but a first-year coach, a new team, learning still under Brian Holsinger. Does that play into it, do you think? I think it does. And I think also it's good to remember that that type of change in a schedule is going to affect teams differently especially when you look at the context of some of the teams they play in those breaks are on like one week breaks, whereas UM fairly has played three or four games in a span of a week. It's just an imbalanced schedule that we're really starting to see actually materialize in a vacuum before we actually had an idea of what it would look like. We weren't sure. Now we've actually seen it in practice. It, it looks like there's been causing problems. It's been leading to the imbalanced schedule and imbalanced competition to where we don't really know who's good and who's not, or who is that much better than who, because the team off a one-week break has a legit chance versus the team who's played their third game in five days. Sure. No, I mean, it makes total sense. Uh, what happened to Lady Grizz, the controversy last week at NAU a week ago today? What was What happened? So, for context of the listeners, the Grizz had a – they looked like they were going to win on a buzzer beater. They lost 60-59 to because the NAU ran a play at the last second where they were able to throw an alley-oop to Kyrie Rashid who caught it across the court. Phenomenal play, honestly. Just a great play by NAU. Phenomenal highlight. But somehow the refs decided it was an and-one. Kyrie was kind of falling away from the grid defender. I don't think on the replay you could really judge that that's a foul. I thought it's a no-call and give her the shot. Great game goes to overtime. But they were the free throw. She hits it. The Lady Grizzlies by one in Flagstaff. From my understanding, Kyle Hanson of NTN reported that the conference kind of went no comment, so to say, mm. about that call. They don't really comment about officials, but they review it when they do their officials' reviews. But more or less, really tough way for the Lady Grizz to lose that game. I don't think it was a foul. I think that's just a great play, and that game should have gone to OT, in my opinion. Well, and I, I I agree with you. Based, I mean, you don't want to see refs, you know, decide a game. If it goes to OT, fine. You know, then let them let them battle it out for another five minutes, and then you know, that winner, whoever wins those five minutes or however long extra it takes, then that's fine. But yeah, I, I saw it. I don't think it was a foul either. It was just home cooking, maybe. I mean, you're going to get calls like that at home once in a while, right? Yeah, that's my take. I guess that's what happened. Like sometimes you get lucky, and the ref just they blew their whistle. And it, you're gonna blow your whistle there. You're gonna have to call something. You can't just go. Oops, I didn't mean to blow my whistle. You just gotta stand by it. Yeah, no. I mean that's an anticipation call. Maybe is what it was. Uh, what you can what you can uh, relate it to. All right, what do Lady Grizz got this week, and how do they snap this two game skid? Well, they got Idaho tonight, and, well, Idaho is not the same Idaho we've seen in the Big Sky Conference lately, right? right. They've, they've been struggling. I think they're – I've got their record right in front of me. They are 6-15 and 15 and 5-7 and seven in the conference. That's, that's not the same Idaho we know. No. So, at home, this is a nice opportunity for Lady Grizz to bounce back and right the ship a little bit and really get rolling as the season and conference tournament really gets close. 
because the recent run kind of put them in a weird spot in the standing. Now they're fighting to get into that bye week right. instead of that bye game instead of having to go through the first round of the tournament. They went from really legit, legitimately potentially a top three team to now they're fighting for that fifth spot. They have a chance. They really are on the right track to get into that spot. But they got to start to ride the ship a little bit. And I think they should be able to tonight against Idaho. Well, and they've got Idaho, what, twice in a span of five days or four days because they'll play them again Monday after going out to Portland State on Saturday. Um, the, come into that, you know, imbalance schedule, makeup game type thing as, as we've talked about. But it's a big stretch. If they can go 3-0, and um, that puts them right back into the mix. Honestly, they even they can go 2-1 and one over the stretch, that's ideal. True. I think coming out, coming out over – Coming out with a winning record is what you need. 3-0 is perfect. 2-0, 2-1, you take that. Well, they should beat Portland State. I mean, Portland State's the worst team maybe this year in the entire nation. I actually had a coach, Frontier Conference coach, tell me that they would pay Portland State to go to Portland to beat them. <laughs> so, ah, the old reverse bye game. Right? Yeah. Like, we'll, uh, we'll take a bye game, but we're paying you to come to your home court to win. So, um, oh, man. That's, yeah, Portland State's been bad. <laughs> so, Lady Grizz honestly could go 3-0. and They should go 2-1 and and, uh, and definitely get the win tonight. Uh, you got high school hoops. You got districts starting up this week. Got divisionals in a couple of weeks in the double A, but um, it's an exciting time. I know you're from Arizona. How does Arizona high school tournament season rank compared to Montana's, which just started this week? You know, I, have, I can't form an opinion because I haven't covered the d- districts yet. I'm going to be covering Big Sky at Hellgate tomorrow night for Ooh. doubleheader, and then Frank McGull and my coworkers over at districts while I kind of do a roundup of scores tonight. So I can't, I can't form an opinion yet, but I'm liking the vibes of high school hoops here. I'm excited to cover Big Sky Hellgate. All that Hellgate Sentinel last week, watching Missoula Hellgate sweep the Spartans and take the city title. And, of course, Hellgate, as we talked about before we got on here, Hellgate with a nice win over Capital, but then yeah. Capital Girls turn around and knock off previously undefeated Hellgate. Yeah, it, and it seems to me like if you can get physical with uh, the big girl underneath with Hellgate, you've got a chance. It kind of takes – goes back to what you were talking about with the Grizz. It kind of takes her out of her game, and that's what uh, the Capital Girls did. What are you talking about? She's like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. I'm a shot blocker, but she's thin. If you can get physical with her, that can knock her off. Yep, yep. Hey, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, your great coverage of the weekend. And, uh, of course, Lady Grizz tonight at Dahlberg Arena. It's uh, it's going to be a fun couple of weeks as we come down to the wire here uh, with the big sky and then high school tournaments getting started. It's one of the best times. Of year. It's normally the best time of the year for me because spring training was supposed to start. Um, All right. We still don't yeah, have, happening. We still don't have baseball, so we're relying on on basketball right now to keep us happy. Lots of basketball right now, man. I mean, I love this. This is heaven for me. There you go. Hey, uh, appreciate you joining us, man. Um, it's just great coverage. Check him out, Lance Hartzler, four zero six mtsportscom Follow him on Twitter, Missoulian.com as well. Uh, keep up the great work, and we'll uh, we'll talk next week after uh, maybe the Lady Grizz go three and zero. How's that? I'm giving man. Talk to you, Jason. Appreciate you. Lance Hartzler joining us. Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. Lots of great basketball to come in the next couple weeks, and uh, including the Frontier, where tonight, right now, Providence and Carroll women getting going up there in uh, Great Falls. Rocky and Northern, or Rocky and Western. Yeah, that's a big one on the women's side, too. So 
Um, by the way, I uh, just saw today Jefferson beat um, Jefferson beat Big Timber today in boys' uh, first round action at the District Five B down in Belgrade, fifty to thirty five. So congratulations there. Uh, all right, let's do on this day in history. It is brought to you by. Pinkerton Leather Company. Check them out, PinkertonLeather.com. Use the discount code MTSports10 for a 10% discount uh, at checkout on all products. Homemade in Amer- or handmade in America, American leather, wallets, purses, saddles, belts, everything in between that you can make with leather. Casey Pinkerton will get it done. Combat veteran and uh, runs his company out of uh, Wyoming, but he is a Montanan through and through. Today is National Random Acts of Kindness Day on February 17th. It is also National Cabbage Day, uh, 1818. Baron Carl Vandres de Sauerbrunn patented the or patents the Dracine. It's the, also known as an early bicycle. 1941, 14th title defense. Joe Lewis knocks out Gus Daranzio in the second. Joe, ne, uh, Joe DiMaggio enlists in the U.S. Army on this date, 1943. 1974, at uh, the Daytona 500, Richie, uh, Richard Petty becomes the first driver to go back-to-back at Daytona, his fifth Great American race. 1998, U.S. women's ice hockey team beats Canada, wins the first Olympic gold medal. They did not, I don't think they won last night, did they? Or this morning? 2002, at the 44th Daytona, Ward Burton uh, wins, and it's the first for Dodge since Richard Petty back in 1974 on this date. 2014, American pair Merrill Davis and Charlie White win the first Olympic gold medal in the U.S. in ice dance uh, at the Sochi Winter Games. And later that summer, or later that winter, um, Merrill Davis and I hung out at the airport in Las Las Vegas at 5 o'clock in the morning. So that was pretty cool. Uh, let's see, what else happened on this date? 2020, uh, Denny Hamlin wins the second straight Daytona 500 after a restart in o- OT, his third win. Happy birthday, Wally Pip, born on this date in 1893. That Wally Pip. 1936, Jim Brown was born, the great running back. Renee Russo was born on this date in 1954. She was in uh, Lethal Weapon, Major League. 1962, Lou Diamond Phillips was born. 1963, Larry the Cable Guy. Also on this date in 1963, Michael Jordan was born. Tommy Moe's birthday is today, 1970. The Olympic gold and silver medalist from 1994, uh, born in Anchorage, Alaska. 1801, U.S. House of Representatives breaks electoral college tie, electing Tom Jefferson as president over Aaron Burr. Rush Limbaugh passed away on this date last year. And on this date, nine I can't believe it's been nine years already, but uh, the great singer, Mindy McCready, took her own life, a hard life she lived, but I uh, uh, love me some Mindy. She was fantastic. That's me and her back in 1997, Medford, Oregon. Look how young we both were, because we were 22 21. We were both 21 on this in this picture. How crazy is that? But uh, we'll always, always, always celebrate her any chance we get. Let's do this. We're almost.
asked at the end of the show, what did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. The walk-off presented by Cafe Zydeco, where the big easy meets the big sky. And had a fun today. Had fun. Uh, last show of the week. So uh, it's the wife's birthday w- this weekend. So I'm taking her out of town. We leave tomorrow. So that's why there's no show tomorrow. Plus, I do have some golf in the in the early day. Uh, but we had fun. Guy Almquist, Katie Garson-Forba, Alex Eshelman, Lance Hartzler, Zach Allen joined us this week and uh, today. Good times. And uh, we'll talk more next week. Make sure if you stop in the Cafe Zydeco, you get something good and say hi. Miss Lou. They're awesome. Maybe I'll take the little one there tonight. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here Monday. We'll do the auto contest performance of the week. We'll talk hoops, district champs, and uh, and much more. Once again, Mindy McCready, you will be missed. Nine years ago today, passing away, taking her own life. All right, we'll see you back here on Monday. This has been the Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Losses, it's your vehicle, it's your choice, where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. See you Monday, 4 o'clock. Go to JasonWalkerShow.com. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.